guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. So today, I'm alone because my cousin is having her exam, so she's just crunching for them. Um, pray for her, send her some positive thoughts and happy thoughts. So let's begin. Today, I'm going to be talking about the murder of Frankie Tan. Now, this happened in Singapore in about 1984. This is just... One of those cases where it's a crime of passion, okay, where really the moral of the story is don't cheat, okay, like don't cheat on your spouse, your significant other, don't, just stop, like just, okay, yeah. So because this is a crime of passion, right, I have to bring you through the backstory. So let's go way back 20 years, okay, in 1960s. Let me introduce to you Frankie Tan Tixia. Now, Frankie Tan, he walks into a nightclub and he sits down and orders a drink. And bringing his drink is Lee Chi Po Rose. Now, Rose is also our main character here. Now, she is 11 years older than Frankie and she works at the nightclub as a cabaret dancer and so she brings his drink over and they start talking and they immediately hit it off like everything was right the chemistry was there so they started hanging out even outside the club and they would hang out a lot you know they started dating they started getting to know one another and frankie had big dreams he had aspirations okay he wanted to be someone big in life earning them big bucks okay and so he wanted to go to night school, but he didn't have enough money. And Rose, being a very successful cabaret dancer, she said that she will sponsor him. She will pay for his entire school classes expenses. And, you know, it was so freaking sweet. And he finally graduated. And now comes the time in September 1969, where they got married, you know? They moved in together into Frankie's kampong home with Frankie's entire family. So this is where Rose gets super close and well acquainted with Frankie's adopted brother, Vasavan. And Vasavan has a wife by the name of Amnoi, and she is from Thailand. And they all live together as one big happy family. And then comes the time where, you know, Frankie started getting a job in an American Express bank. And he finally had some money, enough to get them a two-room HDB flat. And Rose and Frankie moved in together and they lived happily ever after, sort of, okay? But this is life, okay? Life throws you hurdles. And the first hurdle that came Frankie's way was he got into some stock market difficulties. And, you know, Rose was there to save the day and rescue him. So she used her entire life savings plus sold off all of her jewelries. All of that money amounted to about $20,000 and used it to raise him out of his debts. And then again, you know, smooth sailing, everything was good. And at 1975 was when they reached their peak of happiness and their peak of success. Okay, Frankie got promoted to an extremely high position in American Express Bank and they were able to move out of their HDB flat into a 
private Laguna Park flag. Ooh, fancy. <laughs> and that's it. That's the peak of their happiness because everything from here goes downhill. It's just a shit hit the fan kind of situation, okay? Because in 1981, early 1981, she receives a phone call from her brother-in-law, Vasavan. Vasavan is on the other line saying, Hey Rose, so, I'm not just confessed to me that she and Frankie have been having an affair. They have been freaking sleeping together. And Rose just speechless, okay? She said, I don't believe you. Frankie would never do something like that to me. Hung up the phone and went to, you know, confront Frankie. It was more of like a, hey, your brother Vasavan just called and said this, you know, like how ridiculous is that? And Frankie, oh my god, freaking Frankie, right? He said, he actually agreed, you know, that yeah, they were having an affair, but it's just that it was Amnoy who seduced him. And he just agreed that they slept together. And at this point is when literally like Rose's entire world came colliding down, came crashing down. She was just in complete betrayal and shock and heartbreak. Not only her, Vasavan on the other side is also going through exactly the same thing. Okay, now he... He handled it much more different than Rose. Okay, let's take a break from Rose and Frankie for a minute and let's go into the Vasavan's household, okay? Vasavan lived with his wife, Amnoy, and the two of them had a girl, a daughter. And upon finding out about this um, affair, Vasavan completely raged. He was abusive physically and verbally towards Amnoy. And he would often lock himself up in his room for hours of the day and not come out at all. And this was all told in court by his daughter. So this rage and anger and isolation lasted for months and months and months. Until finally, you know, he found peace at church. He started going to church regularly and he kind of, the daughter said that, you know, it felt like he finally came in terms with it. So while all of this was happening in the Vasavan's household, over at the Rose and Frankie's household, things were not going the same. Now, Rose decided to forgive Frankie and, you know, she has this mentality that, you know, if she loves him enough, if she shows, proves her love for him, he will change to be the man that she first met, you know, the good, innocent Frankie that loved her and treated her well. But this was not the case, okay? Because Frankie ended up, you know, having an affair with his company secretary and obviously Rose found out. Again, once again, for the second time, she was heartbroken and just completely distraught. But she had hope, okay? She just kept going on, you know? She said that he's gonna change. He's just like, you know, having a phase. Maybe he's like going through some shit. And she just pressed on and held on to the marriage and the love that she had for Frankie. But does he stop there? No. No, Frankie, our Frankie keeps going on, okay? Because next, he starts having an affair with a woman named Theresa Lee. Now, Theresa Lee is a very important character, okay? She is almost like Frankie's mistress because Frankie at one point brought Theresa Lee back to his house 
where Rose was. And he brought her to the house and he asked Rose to spend the night in the guest bedroom because he wanted to spend the night in his bedroom with Teresa. Can you imagine the audacity of this guy to treat Rose like this? I mean, let's just take a break and go back to what Zed did for him, okay? She put him through school, she helped him become the person that he was today, and not only that, but she has helped him out of his financial difficulties when he was literally swimming in debt, okay? She rescued him. And this is how he repays her. By not only cheating on her once, twice, but this, this third one is just extreme, okay? And he decided to bring Rose on a vacation to the USA and Japan. And guess who he brought along on their vacation? Yep, you guessed it, freaking Theresa Lee. So it was the three of them going on a vacation together. And Frankie's point of view was that he wanted the two of them to get to know one another. Um... What for, Frankie? Like, what for? I don't know, I don't know. You guys, help me here. And so at this point, Rose just had to talk to someone, okay? She just had to talk all of this out to someone and she confronted Vasavan. Now, at this point, Vasavan already reached his calmness, serenity, peace. But as soon as he heard all of this shit that Frankie has been up to, yeah, I know. All the calm just out, like just yeeted out of him, okay? It just completely upset him and angered him that not only did he wreck his life, his home, his marriage, but he's just completely ill-treating Rose. And our dear boy Vasavan came up with a plan to murder Frankie. I mean, this is no excuse for murder. I mean, murder is just, it's just, there's no good reason to murder someone. There is a million other ways that they could have handled this situation and called Frankie out. But Vasavan, somehow, the only thing that popped in his mind was to murder Frankie, okay? And so he was talking to Rose saying that, you know what, I'll make it look supernatural. I'll use black magic, you know, it will look super just like a normal, natural death. No one will suspect murder or anything like that. And Rose at this point, you know, she had enough, but not enough, okay? She was very hesitant and she brushed Vasavan off saying, nah, we can't do that, man. Like, that's crazy. I still love him and I don't want to murder him, you know? I still love him. I'm, I'm not gonna do that to him. And so, you know, she just continued on living with Frankie. And here comes the part where things just get worse for Rose, okay? Frankie started to bring Theresa on all of his company functions, his dinner dances, any like events that his company threw. Instead of bringing his wife, Rose, he brought Theresa along. And eventually, he had a child with Theresa. They had a baby son. And then Frankie approached Rose saying that, I want to live together with my son and my son's mother you know i need you to get out of here i want a divorce and rose just completely i mean i don't know she's already super broken at this point i don't know how much more she can break 
but she was just really low at this point, upset and just completely heartbroken. But she still loved him, you know. She still held on to the love that she had for him and, you know, had hoped that he would come to his senses of all the things that she did for him. She still held on to the hope that, you know, one day he will realized that he made a mistake and she was driving him to the airport one day this was 22nd of october 1984 so we come to the current okay where the murder happened she was driving frankie to the airport and frankie yelled at her screamed at her scolded her all for driving slowly and something just clicked in Rose's head okay something finally clicked and at this point she realized that you know what he's never gonna treat me the way he did he's never gonna love me ever again the way he once did something just clicked and after sending him to the airport she immediately called Vasavan and set up a meeting and they met in a coffee shop where Rose said I'll do it you know what let's freaking kill this guy and I guess this is what makes it a crime of passion where when at the point that something triggers you, you are unable to have the self-control to hold back. So Vasavan and Rose met up and Rose gave Vasavan a duplicate key to the house and $4,500. Vasavan promised her that it's going to be a black magic death looking very natural and there'll be no suspect of a murder and Rose agreed. Vasavan told her to stay out of the house until about 2 or 1am okay and so we come to Vasavan and his plan. Now Vasavan said to Rose that it's going to be black magic but that's not his intention okay he wants to straight up murder Frankie. So he is a construction supervisor and he has a Thai construction worker colleague named Pan and he approached him saying that he wanted to kill someone and he'll pay him. Are you willing? And Pan said okay and at this point Vasavan asked for you know a few more guys to join in so that it's a definite you know it's a murder there's no way that Frankie can escape. And Pan brought along Wan and Apu. And they met up on 24th of October 1984, the day of the murder. And they met up and Vasavan went to buy nylon rope and tape. And they went into the Laguna Park flat using the duplicate key that Rose gave and they hid in the master bedroom. Frankie came in at this point. He, you know, opened the door locked the door and he went into another room and four of them hearing all the noises they followed him into the other room and held him down beat him punched him kicked him and the autopsy showed that at one point someone had sat on Frankie's chest completely fracturing and suffocating him and then one of them had used the nylon rope to do three loops around Frankie's neck completely choking him and fracturing his neck bone and eventually suffocated for two to three minutes before passing away and after the deed was done the four of them exited the flat and went into the lift where Vasavan handed each one of them a thousand Singapore dollars 
and they went their separate ways. Now, Rose came home that day at 2.30 a.m. She came in, she saw Frankie's dead body with the nylon rope around his neck, screamed, yelled, ran out to the neighbor's house, knocked, slammed their door, screaming, my, my husband's dead, my husband's dead, I don't know what to do, please help me. And the neighbor called the police and the police came down. And the police saw the scene of the crime and brought Rose in for just a questioning. And immediately off the bat, Rose confessed everything. She confessed about Vasavan. Now, the police the next day arrested Vasavan and Vasavan confessed about Apu and Pan and Wan. And that day itself, Pan and Wan were arrested, but they were never um, able to find Apu up till today even. So this is where the court trial begins. And Pan, Wan and Vasavan, they, the three of them kept with the story that they just went in to beat Frankie to his senses for what he did to Vasavan and Rose. And they said that it was actually Apu who, during the beating up, ended up killing Frankie and the three of them were in complete shock that Apu did something like that. But obviously the autopsy showed that you know he was suffocated and you know held down and you know after cross-examining the suspects and looking at the evidences it just it does not go with the story that Vasavan, Pan and Wan are telling. It shows that all four of them had something to do with the murder and that's what they were charged with. They all four were convicted guilty of murdering Frankie Tan and they were all punished with being hung to death. And Rose on the other hand, because she readily confessed to the crime immediately, she took a plea deal with her lawyer and she pleaded guilty and cooperated with the investigation and also she had nothing to do with the physical act of murdering Frankie so she was convicted with culpable homicide because you know really she was driven to aid with the murder due to all of the ill-treating that Frankie did to her and all of the emotional abuse that Frankie inflicted upon her. And also because she pleaded guilty and because she helped with the investigation, she was given a much lesser sentence. So she just had to be in prison for just a few months. And finally, on, you know, 1992, 23rd of October, a few years after the murder, the three of them were hung to death and eventually Rose was also released um, out of prison. Yep, that's it you guys. I mean, rest in peace to Frankie. He did not deserve to be murdered. I mean, no one does. There's no good reason ever for murdering someone. But, you know, he was a womanizer. I mean, what he did to Rose was just completely unacceptable completely horrible and disgusting and I pity Rose I hope she's doing okay I mean she has to live for the rest of her life with this guilt and I mean poor Vasavan also rest in peace to him because you know he went through just heartbreak as well I mean you know he found out that his wife was having an affair with, with his own brother you know I mean that must be just disgusting and I it takes two hands to clap. I mean, Amnoy was also part of the affair. And I don't know how she can sleep with her husband's 
freaking brother i mean shame on her shame on theresa too i mean theresa knew that frankie was married and how could she you know not yeet out of there like no i don't want to be part of this you're married stay away like that's what she should have done but yeah you guys that's it for today i hope you enjoyed the story let me know what you guys think because i mean usually we hate on the murderers and kind of pity the victims but in this case i mean can't help but pity the murderers yep thank you guys so much for listening i'll see you guys in the next episode bye